Hello friends, welcome back to Rosie Untamed, the podcast where no subject is off limits, where we discover our soul work in places we've been told not to go, the cheeky places, where we challenge mental health and we speak our truths. I am your host Rosie and today we are going to be talking a little bit about energy and how I got into energy work and we're going to go talk about some pretty cool crazy stories which I'm really excited to share with you. The inspiration for today actually comes because this week, or maybe for the last two weeks, I've had conjunctivitis in one eye. Basically, it comes from my kids. So my daughter, when she goes to sleep at night, loves to play with my eyelashes in one eye. And um, basically, I got conjunctivitis in one eye. I did absolutely everything, same as my children. I did the tea tree, I did the salt wash, which apparently is not a good thing to do. But um, I'd got the drops from the chemist and honestly couldn't shift it in any way, shape or form. If anything, it started getting a bit worse. And very quickly, I realized that I'm not doing the things that I know how to do as far as energy work. So when I actually got my essential oils here in Australia almost four years ago, I was already on a bit of a journey, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. But what it really reinforced to me was a lot of the things that happen in our body physically have an emotional, um, energetic attachment to it. And not all the time, I think um, it's necessary to really go deep and do that emotional work. Like you can take a paracetamol and it will help your headache. Um, However, I think reoccurring things, very often it's probably something that you're not actually addressing or paying attention to. And for example, my eye, it really was something that needed to be addressed I was just I wasn't doing the emotional work behind it interestingly it was on the left side of my body which has a lot to do with the feminine energy that kind of connection to motherhood my children and I've had some really busy months I was gonna say weeks but let's be honest it's been months and I was doing a lot of things and prioritizing them in my life and then I decided to launch my program I've launched another program with my doTERRA business. I've launched a podcast. There's a lot of other things in the pipeline as well that I'm working on in the background. And I realized I was kind of working on this um, done is better than perfect. And the thing is, that's great because it did get everything done. But I need to just kind of take a step back and put back in the things that are important in my life. Like I was rushing meals on the table. I needed to, you know, I wanted to make nice, nutritious meals for my kids. I wanted to spend quality time with them I didn't want it to be rushed and go back to my office or always feel like in the background I've got my notepad and I'm putting all my downloads down like I wanted to be present with them and I kind of um, rushed that which had to happen for where I am now but I think the I and everything happening was a reminder of like you're losing your connection to um, life right now it was also a little bit of a reminder of you know we do the whole business things we kind of you do the work, but like, what are you doing the work for at the end of the day? We have the vision of, I don't know what your big goal is or why you want to make money or, you know, we've all got a money goal, let's be honest, but it's what the money brings. It's that freedom. What does that look like? And, you know, it's all good that I was working on these projects, but I'm working on them to create a life that I have right now as well. So um, what is it in that life that I was actually suppressing to build everything I was building? So it's just made me basically restore a little bit of balance. So that's kind of inspired me because I then stopped using the drops. I stopped doing everything. I just used tea tree because I really trust my essential oils. They work well with my body and I really love the energy work 
that happens with the essential oils. I think they're a beautiful energetic frequency. And tea tree is actually the oil of energetic boundaries. So it really allowed me to work in that space with my eye as a healer. Um, I'll probably, should I go into that? Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I did an energy healing on myself. I did two and one the reason why I put it into two is I had a lot of what we call elemental energy behind my eye. It was just very congested and I just wanted to take the time because the eye is a very delicate spot as well. So I wasn't going to go in and rush it and pull everything out. So I really had to take my time with that and it's definitely worked. I put the tea tree on. I put some yarrow palm on my face as well. Yarrow palm is the oil of energetic safety, I think it is. But yeah, all kind of things just help kind of that release. And I really had to slow down this week. It was time to just slow down, reset, slow down, reset. So with that, I kind of want to bring you on a little bit of a journey of why I got so into this spirituality or this energy work and why I'm so connected and um, maybe not committed to staying connected actually to the unseen and the metaphysical. This all happened probably about 10 years ago for me. And I think that's the thing. When I wrote down everything I wanted to talk about in this podcast, which I actually can't or it would last a really long time. And if you've noticed, I'm kind of a person who's a bit, you know, if you can say the summary, let's just do the summary. Like we don't have to do the full talk. (laughs) Like if you can summarize it, just summarize it. And some things, you know, don't need to be summarized. Some things need the story and some, you know, the journey. But um, I believe some things, you know, Can you just write that in one line and not the whole paragraph? Anyway, that's me. So I am going to share some stories. These are not like all the stories, but I just want you to understand that where I am today is not something that happened overnight. It really has been a journey for me to listen to, you know, all the callings that were happening around me and the kind of proofs, I guess, that, you know, the metaphysical is is real. (laughs) Like It's really real. That's why I talk about it a lot. So the first thing that happened for me when I started, I guess we call it an awakening in a lot of um, spirituality texts, was I was in Vancouver, I wasn't a mum yet, and I really started doing my meditation practice. So every day I would wake up and at least for 15 minutes, if not more, I would sit there and it was the most ah, grounding feeling. I remember being like, wow, why have I not done this before? This is amazing. And Then I think it must have been around the time I had a miscarriage and I'm not entirely sure, but there was something that happened where I was like losing my faith a bit. And I believe it was probably that. And I really wanted proof that it was real, that I basically had spirit guides and that, you know, like there was angels around me and like the, there was a part of this spirit world and this spirituality that was real. So I was reading a book at the time and I can't remember which one. And it said that she had, asked for a really clear message so she'd asked for a peach colored feather I believe in her book and I was like okay I'm gonna ask for a blue balloon um it just kind of came to me I was like I want to ask for a blue balloon so um I got a little bit obsessed with wanting to find a blue balloon to be honest and it was a really interesting journey like I'd see little like almost um pieces of balloons on the floor or like pieces of blue plastic and I was like oh is that enough and I was really like searching for it I was just almost obsessed and it wasn't until I got to a point where I remember being in the car with well my husband now my partner at the time and saying like it's just it's just not happening like I'm just forcing it I'm just gonna let it go and it was at that precise moment when I was like I'm just gonna let go of what it looks like of how it's meant to come to me and we pulled up at home and I kid you not outside our house there was eight blue balloons blown up and tied beautifully to a lamppost and that taught me a lot of things. First of all, it was a beautiful 
proof for me that I guess, okay, I'm communicating with some something, like something in my thought patterns is creating this reality. There's some connection there. But also um, part of the manifestation process, how when you let go of how something's meant to come to you and you can just release that, it allows somehow this universe and this connection to really work with you. And that was really amazing. And around that time then when I really opened up, like that's when I started seeing a few things. Um, I remember one night waking up and it was definitely a spirit at the end of my bed. And I was like, okay, a little bit scared now. And um, yeah, loads of things kind of happened during that period of seeing spirits. And it really opened up my mind to it. The thing is, I guess, with opening my mind to that, there was a lot of fear too, because you go into places that, you know, you're not used to being in and you don't know, like when everything starts to really get real, it's like, oh, okay, but like, is this dangerous? Like, I don't know. And I mean, I I don't, I can't say that nothing is dangerous. I've learned from people that you've got to be a bit careful with energy work, but I've been lucky so far. So (laughs) let's just go with that. But at that same stage, then after um, going on this journey, I became a mom. So my meditation practice kind of went down a bit and I focused on motherhood for a while and then I about I think my little one would have been about five months old I did a meditation practice with a beautiful friend now and it was during that meditation practice that I feel like it kind of opened up that channel again to you know that kind of metaphysical world or the world that we don't see and I was having sleep paralysis for like nights on end but like I felt sweaty I was like it was almost like I was often having out-of-body experiences like I was on the ceiling looking down at myself in bed and like my partner next to me and I was just like what is this and it was just like this pool but I was terrified I remember being like I am so afraid right now like I do not want this to happen and it was during a meditation practice and I remember seeing my grandma quite clearly then and it was like she was basically telling me that I was safe in this space and it was where I was meant to go and you know that she kind of had my back in this and she was proud of me and all these things and I was like, okay, cool. So then that night I went to bed and I remember being on the ceiling and I was like, I'm not afraid. And I just, because I kind of released that, I then kind of swiftly moved out the window and kind of flew out. And I don't remember what happened because um, this is what we call astral travel in the spiritual world. Some places you go to, you're not allowed to remember until it's the right time. Sometimes it's about about codes that get put in your DNA. Gosh, I feel like some people are listening to me right now and be like, what the hell? She's smoking. No, this is real life stuff. Like, I'm not even kidding. So that kind of happened. And then from there, I just got a lot of, yeah, I guess messages, especially from people that had gone beyond the veil. And I really understood some deeper connection that we have to everything that was and is and who we are even on a timeline. And I'm I'm not going to talk about that today, but I've been playing a little bit with timelines and how there's some belief of we exist on more than one timeline and if you can actually merge them together so even though you know you're destined to this specific choice if you keep if you keep putting it off it's going to be really hard for it to be put in the timeline of this life but if you do some things to kind of adjust the timeline and you know kind of jump them then you can bring that forward to be manifested in this life okay another crazy tangent we can go on another day (laughs) um The other thing is, I guess we're going to go on to manifestation. How do you manifest things in this life? And that's something like I have manifested the craziest things. And I think that kind of goes in this realm of, you know, how do our thoughts create our reality? And how can we really show up in that space? 
So one of the really big ones that happened, I mean, I've got so many, but this will be one that I've probably shared many times because it was just the like, wow, I cannot believe that just happened. And I just arrived in Australia and I'd got my box of essential oils from doTERRA and I was like, I want a little bowl just to like do my mixing blends. I love blending oils in the morning and then just applying them to the body depending on how I feel. I think it's a beautiful perfume and it's just really nourishing. So that's something I really enjoyed doing. But instead of putting it in the palm of my hand, uh, sorry, in the palm of my hand where it was messy, I really wanted a cute little bowl. And I went to this um, gorgeous little store and there was a little bowl um, engraved with a little house and it said something like sweet home on it. I've probably got it in the drawer here somewhere. And um, I was like, oh, this bowl is perfect. And I turned it over and it was like, I honestly can't remember, but it must have been between like 30 and $40. And I thought, I wasn't really prepared to spend this much on this tiny little bowl. So I just put it back down and I was like, whatever. I actually think I picked up two little bowls from, um, I don't know, a dollar shop. And anyway, I probably never used them in the end. But anyway, that was probably a month before Christmas. And then Christmas came around and I got this beautiful present sent from my granny Heather. And in the present was a beautiful dress, I believe, or a top. I can't remember now. I think it was a top. And folded in the top was that exact same bowl. And we're just talking about that bowl had traveled from the UK. And, you know, I would have never been able to think in my mind, it's all right, I'll just put the bowl back down because someone's going to send it to me. And to be fair, sometimes now, because I'm kind of got that connection, I just know when I can see the vision of, okay, it's coming in a different way, or I can just trust it a bit more. And I think the more magic things happen in your life, the more you're just kind of open to receiving them and the more they just kind of land in your lap. So that kind of happened. And it was just such a smile on my face of like, all right, cool, funny, did not expect that one to happen. And manifestation is actually a huge part of, I, I love talking about that kind of stuff. And for me, it's manifestation is basically your thoughts or something that you think, how do you bring it into your reality? Um, and maybe that's not for today. Maybe I'll do a separate podcast on that because there is so much to talk about. But yeah, I guess it was just, for me, that was, again, part of the journey. And that was about maybe three years ago. And since then, I've done many meditations I learned about Reiki I learned about pranic healing and pranic healing for me was just um beyond Reiki so for me Reiki was awesome because it put me in a space of a lot of people believing in the same things um I got to channel energy quite strongly but it was very structured so you had to place your hands on the body in a certain way I didn't feel like I was necessarily really involved in the healing it was just real channels and you know the energy goes through your hands kind of thing and in pranic healing, I learned to, you know, be in the finesse of the energy a bit more and really feel more through my hands. So now I can really scan people's bodies. And it's kind of like going to the gym. Like you can't go to the gym or maybe you can, but I couldn't go to the gym right now and do the splits. So I'd have to train to do that. And then I'd be able to do the splits. Or I couldn't run a marathon right now. I'd have to train for it. And I guess in pranic healing and in healing people, it's just really tuning into the subtleties of energy around us and getting really quiet and you can get really good at it so that's kind of what it taught me and I really liked the pranic healing as well because I was more involved in the healing so I've had healings where I've literally been in like different realms and I can see um, the energy coming out of people's bodies almost and I can really play with that and there's, there is so much in pranic healing we can do. There's energy cords that attach us to different individuals and um, different 
almost processes that we have and I've removed energy cords from bodies and seen the body move off the table like it's it's been a really cool place to be in and I feel like that's definitely a space that I love to play around with which I'm not offering at the moment but I will again one day um but yeah I guess this was just a cool little story I wanted to share with you all about my journey and how I really why I believe so much in energy healing and why it's I guess in so many of the things that I do, like my 12-week program, The Power of You, and even the doTERRA journey, like for me, it's so important. I think the biggest gift I could give to anyone is be able to connect them to their intuition. Because I know that if I teach you how to do that, or if I guide you in a way to do that, like you're set up for life because you'll know exactly that life's got you. And yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited to step into that space a little bit more and potentially teach people a bit more. And I guess on my journey too, um, in the energy world, I feel sometimes you go into it and all of a sudden I was like, oh, I need to get all these crystals. I need to wear yoga pants. I need to do this. And um, I don't think that's what it's about either. I think we're all here with our beautiful, unique expression of ourselves and of our soul. And this is why the podcast is Rosie Untamed as well, is I was like, you know what? I want to be, I'm super spiritual in the sense that I'll, I'll go to these energy realms and I'll do that, but I'll drink my wine and I'll get my nails done and I'll get my hair done. And I like the cheekiness of life. And, you know, we'll talk a little bit about sexuality and sex in other podcasts, which I'm also excited about um, approaching those subjects. And yeah, I just I just feel like we're all just meant to shine our own true light. And that's for me, true spirituality or true connection is just being super unfiltered with yourself. And I put that as a post actually this week. It was like, how much are you just being you? Like how... I didn't say that, it was something better than that. But you know, like just connect to you. We just want to see you. And there's so many things in this world today, isn't there, that can really stop us from doing that from social media or feeling judged or parenthood or whatever it is. So yeah, I really, I'm excited to share with you even more to help you just be that best version of you and speak your truth and be your truth and embody your truth. And yeah. Well, that's it for today, I guess. I've got to go pick up my kitties and um, I hope you enjoyed my little journey down memory lane with this energy work and I will see you next week for another episode. Bye.